Speaking for Pastor Henry Harder and the Renewal Singers, I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. My name is Ed Peters. We continue today with our study in Matthew chapter 24, moving on to verse 12. Here in this verse, Jesus gives another sign that will point to his return and to the end of the age. He tells us that just before his return, the love of most people will grow cold. This statement makes sense during the time of the tribulation, when the church is removed and God's restraining hand is no longer present. But this statement may also be a general principle for the close of the age in which we are now living. Even today, the love that is taught by our Lord in His Word is being replaced by man's interpretation of love. We are living in a day where we are told that our personal pleasure is the important thing. Our goal in life is to please ourselves. The love of God and of others is not a priority. Our personal pleasure and satisfaction should be our aim for a satisfying life. Now, here is verse 12, and Matthew writes, And as lawlessness spreads, men's love for each other will grow cold.
Here with our study is Pastor Henry Harder. Jesus talked to his disciples about signs pointing to the end of the age and to his return to begin his physical rule on earth. I have focused on Matthew 24, where Jesus' message is recorded. Jesus and his disciples were sitting on the Mount of Olives just east of the city of Jerusalem. I come today to verse 12, where Jesus is quoted as saying, Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. Apparently, toward the end of the age, there will be a different definition of love. I take it that the whole area of morals will be changed. Paul wrote about the terrible times in the last days in his second letter to Timothy. He too mentioned love. He wrote, People will be lovers of themselves lovers of money, and a few words further, he wrote that people would be without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of good, but lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. That's 2 Timothy 3, 2-4. God in his book, the Bible, talks much about love, its meaning and practice. As we near the end of the age, love's definition will be so mangled as to be scarcely recognizable. Ask almost anyone today, what is love? And the answers will not resemble love's definition or description in the Bible in the least. I believe that Jesus and Paul and other writers are referring to a future time from their perspective when mankind will not define nor practice love according to the scriptures. Evidently, as we near the close of history, it will become more and more difficult to love within God's framework. The inability to love seems to be a good description of mankind today. I say the definition of love has been mangled. The Bible's presentation of love is at best outdated, we're told. Dostoevsky once said that the inability to love is the definition of hell. In our culture, love is defined almost exclusively as sex. The Greek word describing this kind of love was the word eros. We get the English word erotic from this Greek word. Man approvingly uses the term numerality when it's nothing but the old immorality. Although this program is heard in most countries of the world, I suspect that in this respect most cultures are the same. Satan has been able to substitute sex for love. While it certainly is one of the expressions of love, it is to be practiced within God's framework in the Scriptures. It is to be engaged in only within the framework of heterosexual marriage. The Bible clearly prohibits any perversion of this practice. The practice of sexual promiscuity, homosexuality, lesbianism, incest, child sex, or any other illicit form are strictly forbidden and are not included in the biblical definition of love. In the culture in which we live in this country, 
perverted sexual practices are not only allowed but promoted. I cannot help but believe that the area of morals may be one of the greatest signs of the end of the age, of the demise of civilization as we know it. Humankind cannot long survive the ravages of sin and the diseases that result. Either we revive seriously and quickly the Judeo-Christian morals based on the scriptures, or we can say farewell to the human race. Remember the words of Jesus, which I mentioned in closing yesterday. In Matthew 24, 22, Jesus said, Except those days be kept short, no one would survive. When God saw before the flood that every inclination of the thoughts of man's heart was only evil all the time, God said, I will wipe mankind whom I have created from the face of the earth. Without being melodramatic, it seems to me that contemporary humans have almost reached that point. God has proscribed the practice of love, including sex, and it is most fulfilling and rewarding when practiced within his framework. Such a statement seems almost ludicrous to contemporary man, at least in our part of the world. It's a joke. Our society has defined love and almost limited it completely to eros. Such love is almost completely selfish. We are being fed the line that such love is freeing and fulfilling and that love regulated by God is too limiting and enslaving when just the opposite is true. God's word for love in the Bible is agape. That is love that expresses itself not only in words but also in action and is unlimited, unconditional, and totally unselfish. For Christians, even sexual love comes under agape and not under eros. Marriage is then the union of not two but three persons, the husband, the wife, and the Lord. And the vertical relationship is more crucial than the horizontal. If the vertical suffers, then the horizontal, the sexual relationship, isn't as fulfilling and satisfying as it could be. Eros emphasizes the horizontal relationship in the sexual act, while agape the vertical. There's absolutely nothing wrong and everything right about sexual pleasure as long as it is practiced within God's guidelines. According to God, such love alone, practiced within God's parameters, is fulfilling, lasting, and satisfying. This is not society's way of looking at love today. The expression of love in the Bible is regulated for the purpose of man's enjoyment and pleasure. God is never capricious and withholds from man what is best for him. Believe God that his way for man to practice even sexual love is best and most pleasurable for humans. I come back to Jesus' words in Matthew 24, 12. I have focused on the last part of that verse. I need at least highlight the first. Here it is again. Jesus said, Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of many will grow cold. The inability to love within God's framework is a sign of the end of the age and is due to the increasing wickedness as the world speeds toward its close. As wickedness increases and grows... As we get nearer to the close, love will correspondingly change in definition and practice, away from God's guidelines in his manual, the Bible. 
in love as in every other area. It's always most fulfilling for a man to follow God's rules given in his book. New is a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA.